Forward Podcast, yeah. It's all cold down along the beach. You tell him, Bruce. Down the boardwalk. Yeah, down the boardwalk. What time is it, Bruce? It is Christmas time. You guys all been good and practicing real hard. No, I haven't been practicing at all, to be honest with you. You've been rehearsing real hard. That's okay. So Santa, bring you a new saxophone. Yeah. Everybody out there been good. Clarence Clemens. God bless him. Oh, that's not many. Not many. You guys in trouble out here. All right. Have you been good? I hope you've been good. You better watch watch out. out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. What? Yes, he is. All you Louisville and racing fans, Santa is coming, and he is going to give you stuff. He's going to give us players. He got us a coach here for racing. Isn't that nice? Yeah, man. We're happy about that. We've got a coach here. We've got Paulo back, so that's good. Right? I think it's great. It's great to have our captain back. Got a keeper, Parker Seacree. A little bit surprised about a couple of the players that we left off of the uh, racing roster. But that's okay, man. I think we're going to get them back. Joey and I are going to talk about that. He knows when you're awake, which makes him weird. (laughs) My favorite part. You better be good for goodness sake. Yeah, man. Swing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Goodbye, Bruce. It's enough. It's enough, Bruce. All right. <laughs> I'm from New Jersey. I'm, I'm, I'm genetically obligated to do that. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Val. I am the host of the Center Forward podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Racing Louisville and Louisville City, as well as our national teams. Nothing about them this week. We're going to leave that on the burner until next month. But we are ready, ready, ready for the holidays. We're ready for some more getting, right? The gift of getting. <laughs> well, we did get a couple of things. We've got a couple. We've got a new coach at racing, which is pretty awesome. And uh, moving forward, a uh, big week for them as uh, we have the expansion draft. We're going to be losing a player. We're not sure who. Hopefully, it's one of the players that never played for us. <laughs> and then we have uh, the uh, we got the two of the top four picks as well in the uh, in the NWSL draft coming up this Saturday. Louisville's roster is a little bit bigger and a little much better. I mean, having Paulo back matters. And uh, Jorge Gonzalez is out there now with uh, Portland not renewing his contract. So maybe we'll get him as well. I think we should get him. Anyway, hopefully you're having an enjoyable holiday season, whatever that holiday is. Hopefully you are enjoying it. Uh, I am really enjoying this season. Uh, I don't know why it's just been special, but this show is kind of a little bit of a surprise. I really were planning on doing it, but between um, between Louisville filling up the roster and then you know some of the racing news as well, just felt we needed to do it. So Joey and I put something together. I'm going to tell you a little bit about next week before we go on. I'm not, what I'm going to tell you is I'm not going to tell you a lot. I'm just telling you, you're really going to want to listen to this. You are going to love the show 
next week. Listen to it in your car when you're driving around on the 22nd or the 23rd or New or Christmas Eve, and it's going to get you in a great mood because you're. I'm, I'm not going to say anything else about it. You're going to love it. Anyway, why are you listening to me? I'm babbling too much. Let's get on with the show with Joey Cecil. Okay, now to break down the uh, new events here with Racing Louisville and Louisville City is the incomparable Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you? I'm doing good, sir. How about yourself? I decided to add incomparable. <laughs> I've, I've been called better and worse. It's you do okay? Where I go, you know, it's, it's like one of my friends uh, loves to say, if that's a word I don't understand, I'm going to take it as an insult. Right. <laughs> Thankfully, I know what it means. But for him... <laughs> He'll just use that randomly. He goes, I do not know what that word means, so therefore yeah, I'm going to take it as an insult. <laughs> so I'm going to use that word now again when I see him. There you go. To test out this theory. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Um, there are some uh, you know, a couple of moves. Let's talk about Louisville City first, and let's do yeah. that. Um, you know, Not a lot of moves, but a couple of fairly interesting ones, important ones anyway, starting with – I'm going to go ahead and start with Paulo. Why don't you yeah. – uh, go ahead, man. Yeah, you know, we bring back our captain. Uh, yeah. Paulo DeFico signs new contract as with anything USL and Mobile City related details are not released of course <laughs> you know uh, I love that so you never know this could be a one year deal this could be a lifetime deal right who knows but I, think um, it's a, I think it's important to get him back man I really oh, do of course. you know especially with you know only having in the midfield before him before re-signing him was just you know Niall, Napo and Corbin Yep. And I love those guys, but that's not a USL championship midfield on its own. No, sir. And you bring back a guy who is one of only two players to tally more than 12,000 minutes. It's amazing. For Louisville City. <laughs> and our captain since 2017. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's coming off his career high year in goals as well. You know, playing right. a bit more advanced. So uh, it's never a bad thing to bring back your captain. No, it's not. And the thing is, is that we talked a little bit about it Um uh, you know his his involvement in the offense this year was 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 a lot more prevalent than it was in the past, and I you know like I said just from a continuity standpoint, having him back, man, I, it's just you know it is what it is. It, it, it's he's your captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't you know yeah. you know you know it, it's it's I think like I said I think it's one of these deals where it's going to be a two year process of turning the roster over, maybe three even. Sure, but uh, you know it's great to have him back. I think. And I think I, I, hopefully this is a guy who retires in our colors. Absolutely. You know, he's one of those guys. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's, it's fantastic to see him back. You know, he's one of those, he's one of those cornerstones you build around mm-hmm. and it, it'd be a shame to see him in other colors besides purple, oh, totally. our purple, our purple. I gotta say, yep. you, who knows As who's a, coming yeah, right. in and out of the league with other colors with everything about <laughs> yeah, to happen. <laughs> our purple. Yeah, man. And he's, he's contributed so much. So now, all right. Well, let's. Why don't we get on with the second signing, which was kind of important too, because we have we have a keeper now. Yeah, we officially finally have a keeper <laughs> on the roster. Yeah, uh, Parker Siegfried mm-hmm. uh, signs on, and very interesting is like the headlines towards him signing, which it's just like you know Siegfried's new deal leads off Louisville City's goalkeeping core. Right, you know? right, and right. It's like you know, it's like all right, we've signed a keeper. Uh, and it just says he's the first <laughs> signing between the post ahead of the twenty twenty two season. It's like. Man. Well, welcome back, Parker. But yeah, you know, yeah, but no fireworks shooting off, no streamers. But you know, he uh, did get a couple starts in, and that was you know. So it's not like he's he, you know he's not he's 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 not a uh, he's not new to the environment. So it's important oh, to have that as made, well for continuity. Made nine appearances, making fifteen saves, and mm-hmm. you know something to maybe speak to his potential was 
you know, Sporting KC brought him in on loan. Right. You know, I think that speaks to his potential as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe we have not seen it yet. Right. Uh, You know, because, you know, he and Hubbard did have that little bit of a midseason battle. Yes, they did. But, you know, at at least officially right now, we have enough players to field an 11. Yeah, so (laughs) that's something to start with. That's a bonus. (laughs) Season starts tomorrow. We got 11 guys and two bench. Well, there you go. That's, That's you know, 13. It's a start. (laughs) I hope those kids at the academy are ready to start stepping up. Right. (laughs) But it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, I, I really think the core of the team is solid. You know, it, it, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're going to build, um, you know, a, around it. And I think one of the most important components, I don't know if you saw this today, but uh, Jorge Gonzalez was released by Portland. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's any talks going on there because honestly, you know, a, an attack that includes Lancaster, Ownby, and Gonzalez doesn't disappoint me. Got to be honest. No, I agree with you. But I also think at the same time, does that complicate him returning to Louisville? Because if he was still under Portland contract, we could just renew a loan. That's true. You know, now that's it's true. everybody's in the game. Yeah, that's true. You know, Good point. I could be wrong completely. We could be the only ones who want him. <laughs> I don't know why that would be the case. Well, here's a thought. You know, you were talking about, we actually mentioned, we talked about this in the last show. You know, there's going to be a great reduction of the amount of teams, at least initially for a while, in this league. That limits the opportunities of players that are free agents right now that are sort of used to hovering between that D2 and D1 thing. Yeah. So maybe that limits his options a little bit where, you know, that, you know, you're not going to have the freedom to negotiate as much as you would have said maybe last year. I'm oh, sure. Well, and mm-hmm. also you think there's going to be that influx of free agents now from all these teams taking a year off. Right. Exactly. Cause Austin, Austin has a year off. Austin now has a year off. OKC energy are taking a year off. Yep. Now you don't think they're going to release everyone, but you can't just see these guys sitting. Right. No, for an I entire totally agree with year. You. And I, and I've got to sit here and wonder a little bit about, now we talked about this the last show too. People taking the year off, and this is the year that MLS is ratcheting up their their lower division thing. So you you have to sit there and wonder if, if a couple of these franchises are wondering, let me watch what's going on. Mm. You know, Queens too, the team from New York City. Yeah, yeah. it's you wonder. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just being a, a conspiracy theorist or whatever. I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> Not to get good, back into that whole morass of for, worrying for, about that, but it's just something to consider. For the goodness of your sanity, take yeah. the tinfoil cap off. <laughs> There's enough of that going on in the world. Yes. Right? But, uh, but So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that, Jorge Gonzalez. I'm also looking forward to seeing whoever the person that takes over speedy spot that was not taken over last year. Yep. Yep. That's, that's the key to me, man. I mean, I know we got wing issues. But man, until you get the middle of the field squared away, it's it's like almost any other it's it's like almost any other sport where where horizontal and vertical, you know, vertical matters. You gotta yeah. have the middle of the field squared away. Yeah. No, a thousand percent agree. You know, and it was so. our weak point last year. So yep. it's gotta be something they address and I look forward to seeing how they're going to address it. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. So there you go with uh Louisville City, and you know, not a ton going on, but enough, enough to dis- yeah. to, con- to, and, to, to and, talk know, about. If, if if you want a great segue into the racing discussion, yeah, man. 
you know, kudos to both of the clubs. We have addressing things. Kudos to both clubs for kicking in ten thousand dollars each. Yes, to sir. The, to the recovery efforts towards yeah, Western you know, Kentucky. I was going to talk about that a little bit on top, and I, and I thank you for bringing me back to it. No, you know, right. it, it puts things you know, in perspective. Yeah, but, um, you know, kudos to them. You know, dropping in that cash. Players, players as well, have been donating individually. Yeah. Um. You know. So so kudos to everyone involved at both franchises for for stepping up and kicking in some much needed resources. And that's also another another shout out to the people on top of this organization. You know. Um. Immediately, go. You know, stepping up and and it's it's great to see. It really is great to see because let me tell you something. Number one, you know, this it's going to sound a little selfish. I'm almost afraid to say this, dude. At first. Since we're going to talk about this for a couple of minutes, I thought, you know, I had a bunch of friends calling me and saying, you okay, you okay, you okay? I was yeah. like, oh, it's far away, it's far away. And then I saw the tracking map. Yeah. It wasn't that far away. No, I, I got friends out in Mount Washington who, yeah, they, they say they were on the edge of the spin-up. Right. I mean, when you start uh, talking about 40 miles. Yeah. Roughly. And something that was on the pretty gr- close. Something that was on the ground for over two hours. Golly, man. Man. Yeah. I can't even, you know, I've been through a couple of hurricanes. Yeah. And, you know, those are pretty terrifying things. Sure. But it's, I can't even imagine. Like, and then I don't know about you. I mean, I, I had a house out in LaGrange. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was back in 2006. There was one that missed my house by about a quarter yeah. mile. I remember and that was an that F1. One. Yeah. I remember that one. You See, know, that's where I wish, I wish if, if you want to, if you want to joke about it, which we're not joking about the current right. scenario. No, we're not all. at all. Of course not. Of course not. But I wish I had my, I wish I had my dad's attitude towards tornadoes. He survived. I think it was the 1974 one. Oh, geez. The, or the that was one, Bardstown Road? Um, no, it was the one that came out, came from Xena, Ohio. Oh, yeah. okay. That one, it was a jumper. Right. And okay. He, he and his brother were coming, coming back home and it literally came down the street. And they were hanging on to stop signs. Horizontal. Really? You just mentioned horizontal. They were full horizontal. Dear and man, Lord. I'm glad my dad had a good grip. <laughs> but but that, that's part of the joke. But the, the joke after that was he became very blasé after that about tornadoes. You okay. Know? He worked he worked third shift at UPS. And I remember one night growing up, mm-hmm. uh, the sirens came on. And, you know, my, my, my mom is the opposite. She is the get downstairs. We got to get everything right, down there course. to be safe. Right. And and she you know she yells at him. Are you coming downstairs? He goes, nope. He goes, eh, I don't care if a twister hits this house. Doesn't matter if I'm upstairs, downstairs, or beneath the stairs. Wow. Okay. We're going with it. He, right. He's just like, I'm, if we're going out, I'm going out on my bed, comfortable. Because he stared <laughs> that thing down in '74, and he, he was just like, I've seen it. That's it. I'm good. Right. And, it, <laughs> I right. and, and I know we're we're sort of we're sort of um, ad libbing here, but you know what? That what that when that happened. I was in my house, and you know, you hear the term. You, it sounds like a freight train. Yeah. Let me tell you what. It sounds like a freight train. Yeah. It was terrifying. I and and I just golly, but you know, all the thoughts and prayers out to sure. those poor folks. I mean, you it's know, just I'll, it's just terrible. I'll give you one more story. Was uh, yeah, do oh, it. which which one was it? Was it the what was that town in Indiana? Was it the Anderson tornado? Oh, it seems like this was back in the two thousands too. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, that was okay. I I, I kind of know what you're talking about because there was yes, there was a string of them kind of. Yes, and it I hit that, remember, it hit that high school in Indiana. Yep. Um, Henryville, the Henryville tornado. Henryville, that's right. 20, that's absolutely 2012. correct. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was working at the bowling alley on Shelbyville Road, and there was no one there because it was severe weather. Right. You know, we were outside, and the the clouds were green, and I'm going, that's not good. No. And one of one of the young kids who worked with me. 
said, man, it'd be really cool to see a tornado. No. And I looked right at him and I go, you now go inside, <laughs> go sit down in a corner for the next hour and think about what you said. What you just said. Yeah, and man. he goes, well, what's wrong with that? I go, we are in a densely packed suburb. Yeah, man. Even if this thing just pops down, drops down and pops right back up, someone's getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, you know, it's 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 sad to think about. And, and, and a couple of people that I know that live generally in the area are like, you have like the devastation on the ground. The pictures don't do it justice. Sure, sure. So we're just you know good thoughts for them and yeah, see how it goes. But yeah. like we were saying, going again, on with the uh, the racing deal. Yeah, kudos to both franchises again for yep. kicking in. Uh, and like you said, the people people up top for doing what they do and mm-hmm. you know stepping up and doing that. Yep. But you you know you want another good segue. Speaking of people up top, yeah, man, Racing has a coach now. Yeah, that's it's it was we were talking about that the last show. I think the, that day or the next day they finally <laughs> that in the roster, which we'll get to in a, in a few minutes. But man, they they love to drop stuff after we record. I think yeah, it's really. like a vendetta. <laughs> I wonder if they Brad wait for us. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the front office guy about this. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be a source or anything, but you need to just let me know if we need to wait. Yeah, really. <laughs> just, just give me a heads up. You don't have to tell me what the news is. Just oh, that there really. will be news. Right. 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 Uh, so, so big, big news this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim, I'm going to try this. Right. By the way, side note, I'm going to call him Coach Kim, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, right. That's all I'm going to do, too, because I, I I tried uh, I tried to enunciate the last name a few times. I failed miserably. There, there's a video on, on, on Twitter where he mm-hmm. announces it correctly and then mm-hmm. just every other way. Right. Uh, so I'm going to go with Kim Kim Borkergren. Okay. Uh, I know he's announced head coach. Uh, he is a uh, Swedish. Yep. Uh, he has coached in Sweden and Cyprus. 39 years old, 15 years of experience. Which is and quite the some, combination when you think about it, Sweden and Cyprus. <laughs> right. Well, but but and there was also some Twitter backlash. Really? Uh that that it was not a female candidate chosen. Yeah. Uh but they did release some information about that. 80% of the candidates were female, including the other finalist. Right. Uh something that was very interesting about that process was the players had a say in the interviewing when it got okay. to the finalist. Okay. Which I think I think shows that you know, this club is really doing things differently. You know, right, and they're right. they're wanting the players invested in this next selection. Yeah, and I think it also says a lot that you know they brought them in, especially with everything that's been going on in this league. Okay, uh, that that they brought the players in on this decision. Yeah, and 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 to to go back on what you were saying about the coach, apparently he used to uh, coach Nadia too. I think that also helps. That's yeah, more and I think that she bit. was she was very um she was very supportive of this of the choice. Yes. Personal coach of hers for over three years uh, yeah. when she was making the transition to the NWSL the first time. Right. And he's got a great track record, just depends mm-hmm. on the competition. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, uh, last, his, his previous coaching gig in Cyprus last year, mm-hmm. uh, they went without a loss. They earned 64 of 64 points with a goal differential of plus 105. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what kind of competition there is in the Cypriot League. Yeah, really. But, but to win every game, it's impressive. He's also led uh, his. When he was managing a team in Sweden, he led them to the quarterfinals of okay. the Women's Champions League. All right. Yeah. Uh, eventually losing okay. to Manchester City. Right. Uh, but in that run, he used a variety of lineups, which I, I, I was I was impressed with. He, you know, moving between a 4-4-2, a 4-3-3, and a 4-5-1. Okay. Um, right. 4-5, okay. And, you know, in the interview he did, uh, he had some interesting quotes. Uh, he likened himself to Jurgen Klopp, which caught oh. my attention. But he meant so in that my emphasis is on winning, but also having a good time while doing it by fostering good. a solid team spirit. Right, right, right. Uh, he also did some assessment of Louisville in its inaugural 
campaign and said that there needed to be they needed to be more involved in games and less passive. Okay. Uh, to okay. quote him, I want I want us to control the games a little bit more than what I've seen so far. Hmm. Maybe work a little bit more with clear lines and buildups. And when we get closer to the box, we need to attack with more players to create better chances, more chances, and score more goals. Okay. Well, then I want us to be more involved in the games overall and to press the opponent. Well, one of the things that we've one of the things that we've talked about back and forth is, you know, your 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 interest in building a midfield, and my concern about the defense, based on what he's talking about. Do you think that he's le- would you say he's leaning towards one or the other? Because if you're talking like that, I'm thinking he's going to address the midfield thing. Well, I mean, he may dr- address everything. Okay, so. I think mean, he's going to have to. Yeah, he has no choice. But yeah. you know, I think- you know. If I see that, I, I agree. I think he's looking more towards the midfield. Right. He didn't say stopping goals. Right, 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 he right. Said, exactly. He said getting more involved in games mm-hmm. and creating better chances. Right, right, right. Your starting center back doesn't do that. No. <laughs> Your midfield does. Absolutely. So I think that's a hint. Yep. Um, you know, and if, if you think we're ready to segue into it, you wonder how much input Coach Kim had on the nine players they are retaining. Well, he did. You know, he's you know on Twitter. I did see where he mentioned that he was already involved in the selection process to some bit. Did you see that? I saw a little bit, not a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it sounds to, like he was. He had ahead. some input initially. It sounds like there was conversations going on for a while. Yeah. And it sounds like whatever was going to be happening in the next week, he had some input. Yeah, at least I hope so. I mean, would you want to take over a team with no input a week before a draft? Sure. I don't think sure. So. <laughs> no, I agree with you a thousand percent. You know, before we even get to those who chose to protect, yeah, man. Racing dropped the bombshell of who was officially not coming back. Yeah, man, we we'll have to talk. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start at the tail end of that, which okay. was you know they had you had Katie McClure, Vanessa Cara, um, Brooke or Sh- Shelby Money. Well, I don't think we ever saw in Racing Louisville Colors, unfortunately, nope. the third keeper. Yep. Uh, Brooke Hendricks, we will always have her stoppage time uh, equalizer against right. Orlando. Yep. Um, Mira Montez. And then we get to the two controversial ones, Jorian Bacham and Michelle Betos. Yeah, you know. not returning. Yeah, you know, I, you know, Betos to me, I get it. And almost, it sounds like, you know, I think you mentioned this too, it, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna the amount of money that it would cost relatively to keep her around, you know, if you're gonna try and clear yeah. a little space to get somebody in here, that might be the choice. But I don't I, like it. I, what what I really don't like is there seems to be there seems to be a gap in okay. the press releases from the team and what Michelle released on her personal note. Right, and I try to keep you know? that into account. You know, you know, because if if you're expecting to be someplace. And they say no, they don't want you. You know, you're gonna have a bit of a you're gonna have a bit of a tinge of negativity in how you communicate what you're gonna communicate. Yeah, well, I it's think. Just, it was just very odd that that the press release had, you know, she wants to be a starter in this league, right? And then her thank you note confirms it was not her call, right? Absolutely. And you're just like, so wait a second, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, which I understand. I under, you know we completely said we understand stepping o- stepping away from from Betos. And right. going with the younger, like we said, cheaper option, probably Katie Lund. Yep. But at the same time, you know, it felt kind of like she was just kicked to the curb. Yeah, and that's that, and that, that's what I wanted to mention about it is that 
you know, who's our MVP the first half of the season? I don't think it's even oh, a question. Oh, of course. You know, and, uh, and you know, and before, the first before, we, we just yeah. talked about bringing back Paulo, and we just kicked the team's first captain in the history of the existence. Right. Totally agree, and that's to that's the side. Not, you know, one of the things we've talked about is keeping some sort of character in the team, and not that there's not that there's an identity with the players that they kept, minus somebody we haven't even seen. I don't think. Yeah. But the um. You know, there there is some identity to to the team with the folks that they've kept. Now, I wanted to ask you about a couple of the players that are not okay. protected. Okay, well, hold on. Go, think, go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. First, we list, you know, who they chose to protect, which goes into right. Go ahead, I'm sorry. who they didn't. Mm-hmm. And when that news came out, I think just as many fingers and thumbs were flying on Twitter as when the officially departing list came out, too. <laughs> You mean you mean people can't wait to have hot takes on Twitter? Come on. <laughs> fun fact real quick, though. I got to mention this first fun fact. A great fun fact before we move on from Michelle. Yeah, Bay man, go ahead, go ahead. She played at the same Cypriot team that Coach Kim is coming from. Come on now. Really? That is Louisville right there in a nutshell. No kidding. She played for the same Cypriot team. Of course, not at the same time. Right, right. She played at the same Cypriot team that he is coming from. That's bizarre. I couldn't believe it when I read it, but it's... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I, didn't, I, I didn't know that. There you go. There's your fun fact from the Forward <laughs> Center Forward podcast. So apparently I apparently Louisville's... on social media. Right, apparently Louisville's, the, the, you know, Louisville's path towards... Uh, pipeline. <laughs> Louisville's pipeline is, is, is Cyprus. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind going oh, over no. there. <laughs> I'm okay with it. It's a nice little island. Uh, the so, Greeks you know, and the Turks have been argued about it for about, I don't know, a thousand years, but whatever. <laughs> I just go there when it's in the winter months. Right, right. I'm, I'm a pasty face. <laughs> I'm pasty face and pale. I do oh not get direct sunlight. Golly, that's crazy, man. That's, so, that's a good catch. Racing Louisville, the official nine they are protecting from uh-huh. the San Diego wave. A released was Jimma Bonner, right. Kirsten Davis, mm. Amina Ekic, Emily Fox, C.C. Kaiser, Katie Lund, Nadia Nadim, Freya Olofsson, and Ebony Salmon. Davis. Which, I, which, well, I mean, well, I know she's back in college, but what a bit of a well, surprise to me. I agree with you. You know, we drafted her last year. She chose yep. to return, so we have her rights. I should say that's the thing is we have her rights. That's what we're keeping. Right. Or her rights. That does not mean, though I do believe she was a senior this year. Yes. And she, apparently she lit it up. She was doing pretty well. Was uh, she's the, a, SEC, Texas? Uh, no, uh, she is Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and, you know, she is a forward, but right. you know, at the same time, we've got some of those. <laughs> yeah, we got a, we got a few of them. <laughs> um, but at the same time, Nadia is going to be out for a specific, right. you know, an unspecified amount of time. Yeah. Ebony's up top, CeCe's up top, and mm-hmm. after that, we kind of let a few go. So the yeah, cupboard's sure a little did. bare there. Um, so I understand holding on to her rights. She, you know, she's a former All-American. Um, let me see what her stats were this past season. Uh, let me see. Looks like she dropped in 14 goals. Yeah, that's what, right, right. So, you know, she's got a scoring pedigree. Yeah, she does. But, you know, it's it's very controversial to hold on to a college player's rights when you've got some of the players you're leaving out there to possibly mm. lose. Um, such as we're going to lose one of these players. Yes, we are. I know. We got Julia ahead. Ashley. Yep. Tobin Heath's rights. Mm. Uh, the rights to Ford and Kennedy, who again have never suited right, up yet. Right. 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 Uh, Mark Neely Martin, Shana Matthews, uh, Addison Merrick, 
Lauren Malay, Yuki, Taylor Otto, Kaylee Real, Aaron Simon, and the biggest head scratcher of all, Savannah McCaskill. McCaskill, that blew my mind, man. I got to well, be honest with you. What also blows my mind is when they announced those officially departing, they mentioned they picked up the options on right. McCaskill, Malay, Otto, and Olofsson. And I go, why did we even worry about picking up the options on those other three if we're not going to hold them? That's, and that's when I messaged you about that, this is what I want. I still wonder. Maybe there's something going on with one of the players that we didn't that, that did not play here that San Diego was like, you know what? We want that player. You know what I'm saying? Whoever that is, I'm not sure. But maybe that's why they let the players hang out there like they did. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think from keeping Ms. McCaskill off the off the roster because she's in my top five. Agreed. And, and it made and that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. Why would you leave off somebody in your top five, considering that? And arguably in our team MVP discussion at times. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, fan favorite. Um, I think it's re- it's a really big roll of the dice. Yeah, it you is. Know, they only got to face one round. They because they 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 got they got right. protection from Angel City by selling. Kristen presses right. Right, right. And that's what I'm thinking. That's what but I'm saying a, is that I'm wondering. You know, if, we're, if we're playing Russian roulette, that's a big bullet in that chamber. Right. And that's that's what I'm wondering if they, they decide if there was, you know, look, let, let come on. There's always conversations that we never hear about. Sure. And everybody knows it. And, and I'm wondering if they had some sort of, and then who knows, it will send you, we'll send you a case of bourbon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't want San Diego bourbon. Uh-huh. You're right. <laughs> uh-uh. that's what you're implying <laughs> we'll take one of the animals from your zoo or we'll take a destroyer I'll take right. one of your aircraft carriers <laughs> I don't know where we're going to park it I don't know we'll have the most we'll have we'll have the strongest navy on the Ohio River I'm in <laughs> hey, I, I, you know, bring it we got the we got old school and new school we got the bell and we got a brand new aircraft carrier brand new aircraft yeah really, exactly let's do this <laughs> That's where I'm tailgating pregame. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, right. Can you imagine the goal celebration? The howitzers? Just aim towards Cincinnati. That's all I ask. That would be amazing. But so, oh my gosh. But, but honestly, yeah, that's what I'm thinking abs- is that there's something going on. I hope that- there's some backroom handshaking. I right. That's what I'm thinking. We left a lot of talent out there. Right. You know, and I'm I'm not I'm not completely sold on on why Freha is in that chosen nine. Right, and that was the other name is is, is Olsen is the one name that I'm sitting there going, all right, it's it's not a positional thing. It's not because when you consider you're only protecting nine, you're, I mean, how many people you get? It can't be that much. Yeah. So, what is it about her and Davis that they see and they're like, all right, you know, we really want to keep these players and we want to hang somebody like McCaskill out there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I do not know either. This is apparently above my pay grade, and I don't yeah, even get that. paid. Me too. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, <laughs> I, I can't see too much because you know Savannah McCaskill's twenty five, Freyha's twenty three. They both still fit exactly in our time frame. Right. Oh, um, totally. You know, so I just I don't know. But you know what? If you if you want another segue here, though, hey, McCaskill was not the only surprise player unprotected. Okay. If you look at, you know, Christy Mewis was left off the dashes. Right, okay. Not Sam, but still, she's a U.S. women's national team sure. player. Right, okay, good, uh, yeah. You know, R- Rapino left off O.L. Reign. 
Well, granted, she's a little up there. Yeah, she's thirty something years old, and 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 her, you know, and her interests the last year or so seem to be more commercial. And I'm not knocking her desire. Please, I'm not knocking her at all. No, understood. But it's still. I'm just saying that there seems to be another avenue that she's trying to open up at thirty. What you know? So yeah, yeah. But it's still just a name, though. That's the big thing, right? Of course, of course, of course. And and Um, it'll sell tickets too. Oh, big time! You know, and and an interesting one that's not a household name is Aaron McLeod. With the Orlando Pride, right? Okay. They currently do not have a goalkeeper protected. No kidding. So, because no. they traded Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger to the Gotham FC. To, okay. So they're currently without a goalkeeper. If so, if if McLeod is is chosen. Wow. And you thought we were playing risky with keepers? Yeah, really. <laughs> Portland has just decided to to just sink everything. Jokingly, mm-hmm. not of course. Right, but right, they, right. They, you know, they left unprotected Megan Klingenberg, former U.S. Women's Team right, regular. Sure. Mm-hmm. Becky Sauerbrunn. That's crazy. That, and that, Christine that, Sinclair. That's crazy. Sauerbrunn just, it, what is that? See, the only thing I think that they're going to leave her on, well, man, I hate to say this. Maybe maybe she's got an eye across the pond. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man, because that's a big name. Well, it, if, if you want another interesting selection is, I guess, you know, when you, I'm going to say when, 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 when you win it all, mm. I guess stuff goes to your head. Maybe. Because the Washington spirit had left unprotected Kelly O'Hara. Jesus. Emily Sonnet and Andy Sullivan. Andy Sullivan. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, okay, you want to hit the reset button, win the title After and just, you just go, won- go, oh go full Miami Marlins. Well, full Florida Marlins. <laughs> Win it, blow it up. Win and blow it up. Golly. But so, you know, we weren't the only ones to make these questionable decisions, which is right. we've only got to keep nine out of, you know, however many players you keep on your roster. You know, you have a game day 18. You're, so losing about- ha- you're, you're only protecting at, at most half of your game day personnel. Right. Well, Joey, think about some of the names you just mentioned. And we go back to what we were talking about last week about the money. Well, especially with what came down this week, mm-hmm. where the U.S. Soccer Federation has said they are no longer paying yeah, the salary. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Who knows if that was in the works and teams already kind of knew about that? that no, that that had to be in the works. That's one of the things I want. I'm one of the notes. There's no way you drop that bomb without people getting an ear on it. There's no way because that's well, a big deal. Which is very interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Which. You know, I've got my final note. Mm-hmm. Very interesting when you think that the two expansion franchises already have Alex Morgan and Abby Dahlkemper on the wave in San Diego right. and Julie Ertz and Kristen Press on the Angel City roster. Right. Well, you know, Morgan. Again, Morgan, for me, I agree with you, is up there with a Rapino. Right. You know, the age thing, you know, she's not going to get the kind of money over there that, that a younger player is going to get. No, but, but at the same time, now that those salaries are all on these brand new expansion teams. Right. Also, don't tell me there's no such thing as big market favoritism. Yeah. Oh, please. Dude, I'm with you on that. I saw no. your post. I oh, totally, racing, racing I totally I, you know, agree with you on that. Yeah, please, Louisville 100%. Got no help whatsoever. No, of course not. I hate to put it this way, and this is not a slight to her at all. Mm. The closest player in our player pool when we got the expansion draft was Savannah McCaskill, who had made a few caps right. for the U.S. women's team. Right. And these two franchises get stalwarts, three of the four. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm so, with yeah, you, but no, no, no. <laughs> don't tell me there's not big market favoritism out there. Well, that's you know, there's big markets is where the where the viewership is apparently. 
I don't know, man. Like I said, this is this this is there's so much tra- and we've talked about this, you know, you know, ad nauseum about the, you know, this is a transitional phase. This league from top to bottom has a lot of work to do. And when you're seeing names like the Sauron, it just blows my mind. When yeah. you see a name like that, free. Essentially. I, it's just, golly, man. But that I, also goes up there, though, with the whole age discussion. This is part yeah. of that U.S. women's core that is phasing out. True. That's true. a 36-year-old center back. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I'll, I'll take a 36-year-old eh, center back still got two or three years. And when you start talking about... When you start talking about what a 36-year-old player can do, like, look, look, you know, everybody could talk. Here's the name that always comes up, men or women. Everybody's, well, what about Ebro? You know, the dude, he's a, he doesn't yeah. count. He's an outlier, okay? Yeah. He's an outlier. The average forward, by the time they're 33, they're done, okay? Anybody that has an attack, they're not done, but the, the vast majority of them are already starting to fade. Oh, yeah. You know, whereas defensively, You'll see some guys that stick around a little longer, some players that stick around a little longer. Well, you know, it's so, like it's you like know, you saw you saw the resurgence of, uh, for instance, an Andrea Pirlo. Yeah. Well, he had to play in Italy, where the, the game is slower than if I was out there. Yeah, really. At times, you know, You're dodging bottles. You know, and, and it made sense for him to play deeper in the midfield too. Right. Uh, right. You know, cool. he could pull strings there because yep. you know they take a smoke break every twenty minutes. <laughs> they sure do. You know, you got to take your pasta break at halftime. You're too full to run the first 20 minutes after the Hear second that. half. Hear that. But, um, you know, another, you know, I, I think a lot of the unprotected list was it's a lot of name value, maybe yeah. not field value. Yeah. You know, I okay. guess. Like, yeah, that's, that's no, fair. That's fair. Another was Christine Sinclair. Huge name in women's soccer. Yes, she is. Also 38. And right. Right. You know, I just I didn't know she up. was that old. You know, she's coming off a 2021 season where she scored five goals and 15 appearances. Yeah. So not a bad rate, but she's also 38. Right, 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 right. You right. know, um, so, well, it's part I, of that whole transition that's going on in the women's game right now too. I just, 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 you know, there was a glut of talent in those mid 30s, lower to mid, and even higher 30s. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, we'll see how we survive it, bro. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I we got one bullet to dodge. It's be very interesting to see how San Diego looks at our player pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really hoping they've got the Tobin Heath rights out there just for them to grab. Right. Let's be honest; she'll never show up here. Right. I'm gonna be honest, pretty. I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest and truth. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'd ever show up here if we held her rights. Right. You know. Especially yeah, I don't see signing that new deal over overseas. Right. You know. So they're, you know, they're throwing those rights out there. Let San Diego grab a third national team player, at least in terms of rights. Mm-hmm. And we'll go on about our business. Right. And, you know, one of the other things, the last thing I wanted to end with, we start talking about the money. You know, the money they're throwing around in some of those big clubs like Manchester City. We're talking about half million dollar contracts here. Mm-hmm. Dude. I mean, come on. We're not matching that. No. <laughs> They've got that's what I'm saying. And that's one of the things that goes back to everything we've been talking about. The infrastructure of those clubs and what they have over there. All they have to do is take their other arm out from yeah. behind their back, and they could they could just they could just knock the whole planet out, you know. As far as as far as resources are concerned, there's so much money over there, golly! And it's yeah. our TV contracts that are feeding them. <laughs> yeah, and, you know. So we'll see what happens, man. I, I mean, I wish them the best, and you know, I, I mean, I think I Matthews we're going to get back. I think we'll get her back. Um, you know, it, it's McCaskill is the only name I'm really worried about. Yeah. We'll see what happens. 
I don't know. Let's just, you know, is there something we can sacrifice? I mean, see, I have a few things, but I'm not going to say it on the show. I just it took me back to major league, moving major league. Yeah. Man, we sh- we should have got a real chicken. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just brought a bucket of KFC for Serrano. Well, we'll, we'll, we we'll ask Joe Boo to uh, to help us out on this one. You saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Hit a curveball? What a great movie! <laughs> um, and I was about to make a joke that you know. The Chelsea women dominate, tend to dominate Europe, especially yep. in terms of England play. Yes, they do. And they're second in the women's Super League right now to Arsenal, Tobin Heath, and Arsenal. Mm. So, <laughs> thanks, Tobin. There you go, Tobin. Bye. So, Jeez. yeah, let's just hope, you know, Thursday night, I believe it is, yep. uh, they'll be doing the, the night, expansion draft. 19th? Oh, no, it's the, not tonight. Yeah, no, no, no. Today, today's, the, today's the 14th, is that right? 16th. Yes. Well, they got... They're doing something on the 18th. Okay, okay, so maybe it is Saturday. Let me see here. You know, it, it, it would actually be nice if we had our ducks in a line. Most of them, I do not know where they are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most of them, they're probably in the back of a cop car, to be honest. Oh, mine's, mine are at the pond. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, here yeah, we go. Not. Expansion mm-hmm. draft. Expansion draft. Thursday? Friday? Thursday? Well, it would help if they... Listen, the expansion draft will be on Thursday, December 16th Thursday, right. okay. at 7 p.m. Right. Um, that will also be on. Expansion draft will air on CBS Sports Network and stream live on Paramount Plus. There you go. So hope you got your subscriptions. There you go. And then the uh, let's see, first year draft or however you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Or just, as they call it, the NWSL draft. Right, it's right. Saturday, December 18th at 2 p.m. All right. So it is, yeah, so it's, it's Thursday and Saturday. That's what I thought. And that we'll will be on Paramount Plus. Cool. So, so we, we'll have a, we'll have, we'll have the picture then. And I'm, I'm not, and I'm not going to put a little ear in the worm of the racing staff, but if they want to go back to back years drafting a, a University of Louisville player, there is a University of Louisville goalkeeper mm-hmm. on that list. And you know we we do we do suddenly have a very controversial open spot there. Yes, we do. Actually, you know when you really think about it, there might be two, right? I mean, we're going to carry three keepers total, like well, on, I, on overall. We didn't last year. We had we we, we only had, had two we, last year. We had yeah, Shelby we did. You're right. You're right. No, 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 Shelby, you did. We had Shelby Money on our roster, but I think very few times did she ever actually right. appear. Right. Um, I think that's where you also wonder if you go for the Louisville City tactic where. They kept two two main keepers, and then if they needed that third, they had one from the academy. Right, right. You and know, that's where they. Uh, mm-hmm. That's where they had uh, uh, that 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 young gentleman with the unpronounceable name. Right. Well, the one the player we're going to keep an eye on here. Her last name's McClelland. She plays mm-hmm. at Rutgers. I mean, she, she's she's okay. graduating this year, and she's entering the draft. And uh, she's the keeper, and uh, not bad. And she's from my hometown, so you never know. Well. I think I think if I remember correctly, uh, we hold the second and fourth picks. Okay, because we that part of part of the Kristen Press deal, we got protection from Angel City and we got their first round pick. Right, right. So right, we right. are second and fourth. Two good players, impact players immediately. And you know if we're you know I'm I'm going to do some 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 heavy reading this week to try to see who we could aim at. 
Hopefully, right. you know, we're looking at it. I, I, you know, it's, it's always the thing with the NFL draft too. You don't want to go defense too high. No, man. I would love to leave this with a central midfielder and a defender. Right. That's, that's, that's to me. I don't, I can't imagine them not doing that. I it just, the, Unless, the, the, those two, those, those two positions are so open right now and we're, they're so necessary. We just, I don't know, know man. Unless, so, unless coach Kim is just going best available. Yeah, well, which also with our current roster, you can't blame him too no, much. No, you can't. It's just. But but if you're talking about if you're talking about building for a top, couple of years, well, when you're that high in the top five twice, yeah, I think you got a target. Yep, absolutely. And you know, unless he wants to go with you know me being a longtime Chelsea fan, at one point Roman Abramovich was out there signing every attacking midfielder known to mankind. <laughs> he was going with the zero eleven or zero ten right, zero right. formation, <laughs> apparently. Who knows what Coach Kim is going to want to do? You never know, we, man. We could go for the four five zero. You no, could. I'm sorry, the zero four five. Or the zero four five. You're talking right, right, right. Zero five four. You know who knows? <laughs> hey, you don't need a back line if you're always putting the ball in the back of the That's net right. or you picking can, it out. Winning eleven to ten, there's nothing wrong with that. It's still a win. <laughs> you know that we're we're, we're going to bring the air raid. Yeah, man. That'd be Soccer. Well, whatever it is, whatever it is, hopefully they'll pack the seats and and they'll uh, they'll continue with the momentum. Agreed. Uh, as well. I mean, is there anything else you want to add to this? Just you know, one more just big time shout out to to the to the clubs for donating that much needed money yeah, and man. resources. And yeah. I've also seen the supporters have been doing it in their own own different ways, you know, right. raising money and funds. Right. And I think it'd be wrong to end any other way than with uh, you know, just a, a heartfelt shout out to that area. If we have if we even have any listeners, I don't care if we do or not. Right. You know, you guys are in our thoughts, and, and, and hopefully it's a quick and, and speedy recovery, Absolutely. unlike we've seen before. Yeah, man. I couldn't agree more. All right, Joey. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back into this in a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, I'll be, we'll be talking a little bit next week. But, uh, man, uh, thank you once again for your contribution. Truly appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. Joey Cecil, folks. Thanks. Thank you. Well, folks, there you go. A, a bit of an abbreviated show, but nonetheless, another episode of the Center Forward podcast is in the books. Once again, want to thank the incomparable Joey Cecil <laughs> for his contribution. It's so awesome to have him as a part of the show, man. It really is. And um, like I said, next week, please, you're really going to want to listen to it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to anything. You're going to enjoy it. It's going to make you feel good. Um. You're going to feel like you're part of the Purple family. I promise you. I promise you. You're going to want to share it. You're going to want your friends to hear it. Remember, this show is on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. We want you to like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. And there will be a lot of love next week. I promise you. I promise you. You're going to love, the, you're going to love it. Let me turn this up a little bit. It's my favorite Christmas. Well, it's my second favorite Christmas tune. A little Bing Crosby for those of us that are a little longer in the teeth. Now, like we said in the last segment, this was written in 1943, performed, recorded. Um, pretty tough stuff because this was recorded for the guys and gals that were overseas uh, dealing with the war in World War II. And many of my family, several members of my family served. Um, and, you know, when you think about what's happened in Kentucky this week, and the, the devastation and the pain that these poor folks are going through. You know, no one expected this. Yeah, of course, you know, you never expect this kind of tragedy in your life. 
But this is what I say week after week after week after week after week. And the reason I'm doing this show is it's not just about soccer. It's about family. It's about creating some bonds where maybe a couple bonds didn't exist. This has nothing to do with any of the stuff that's going on in the world. I'm not saying that that stuff isn't important. Of course it's important. It's just, man, come on. The more you love others, the more they will love you. Hate is a caustic force. It is poison. I don't care how justified you feel in having it. It's a waste of time. And when you think about these poor folks, they don't get to have this this year. And a lot of folks don't get to see their family again. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. But we do, right? We do. And I hope, man, my prayer for you and my, my hope, my wish, whatever your thing is, is that this, this holiday season you reach out to somebody maybe you haven't spoken to in a while. Tell them you love them to the point where it makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> Make them uncomfortable by telling them that you love them because you don't know what's coming tomorrow, man. So anyway, a little deep. Please get ready for next week. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I love you. I truly do. I love you. And I hope that you're well, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of the week getting ready for the Christmas and New Year's. My name is Joseph Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Please enjoy yourself. Can't wait to talk to you next week. You take care of yourself. You tell them, Bing. Y'all have a wonderful week. Talk to you soon.